Shut fountains open deep and wide through the flood gates of God's mercy flow the vast and gracious tide grace and love like mighty rivers poured in and from above and heaven's peace Shalom, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. Mercy poured forth. Today is Wednesday, August 17th. I can't believe how August is already halfway done. Time is flying by. Anyways, so thankful that you're here today or if you're joining us later. Hope you're having a blessed week. Halfway through the week, almost to Shabbat. Looking forward to that as well. I know we have had some illness throughout the tribe this week. Had some replays. I am live today, and we do have a few more shows this afternoon that will be live as well. Uh, don't worry, though. If we ever have to, we will always replay a show. There won't be a time where we just don't broadcast anything Um I will make sure that a replay shows up if we can't make a live broadcast. That way you can get caught, get caught up or take a break. So, so thankful that everyone is here today. We do ask for prayers for those that are under the weather, that they may be strengthened and returned back to health as soon as possible. So today, let me share my screen real quick. I just found this picture. I thought it was a wonderful picture. I thought I had it shared. Give me one second. Does that always? There we are. So family, uh, my wife has a shirt that says this, and I thought it was so neat uh, that there is family in y'all. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today is the family that we have on earth and in our spiritual and today is actually a special day it's my sister's birthday august 17th i'll have to give her a call after this and wish her a wonderful day she's been a very important person to me in my life i'm just so thankful for her but because of that i did want to talk this morning about the importance of family both our earthly and spiritual ones. I was very fortunate to grow up with a wonderful sister who was always kind and cared for those around her, but most importantly, loved God above all other things. She is now creating her own little family as a mother of two precious little girls with another one on the way in November. Having that support, trust, and friendship between us is something I'll never take for granted because I know not everyone has had a relationship like that with a blood relative. What I do know is that because our Messiah Yahusha gave himself as a sacrifice for every one of us, we now can become a loving family through his blood. It is our responsibility as children of Yah to care for one another as brothers and sisters do. Having the desire and willingness to watch out for each other making sure no one goes astray or loses sight of our eternal salvation. 
Sometimes we do stumble and fall short of the glory of Yah and need that helping hand or kind word to pick us up and place us back on the narrow path. When we put our faith in Yahuwah and start to support and trust Him and His children, it allows our light to shine brighter for all those around to see. I've got a verse here I thought that tied in really well to this. 1 Peter 2.25 For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and overseer of your souls. You know, it's so important that we help those along the way. This is a bumpy journey that we're on. All of us have experienced that. And, you know, whether it was easy to begin with or difficult at the beginning, it's not always going to be an easy ride. And we need each other. We need to be able to count on each other to help us get through those challenging times. Give us that helping hand or that encouraging word when we are struggling and down. We are all family. So in Genesis 10, 32, these are the families of the sons of Noah, Shem, Sham, Japheth, after their generations in their nations. And by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. You know, obviously this is kind of where we all kind of got a reboot and it all came from, from these sons. And there was a lot of corruption through that as well. So I started thinking, you know, where did the blessing really originate and come from? And, you know, that would have started more so with Abraham. Um, I have been digging in, trying to get to the bottom of it. I've seen some opinions that, you know, Abraham and Noah actually knew each other. And then there's some other opinions that uh, Abraham or I'm sorry, that Noah died just a few years before Abraham was born. So I, I don't want to really go into that because I don't have that information. But uh, that is an intriguing point when you think about how, you know, before the flood, many people were living into their 900s. So that would have meant, you know, Noah and Methuselah, especially Methuselah. He actually knew Adam uh, just because of the lifespan there. So the knowledge that would have been shared with each other over those years is just amazing. But I started thinking, you know, where did the, the blessing and the family of the for the family originate and really come from? And I feel like that started with Avraham. Uh, as you can see, Avraham, Yitzhak and Yaakov, you know, such an important group of family. Not that there wasn't dysfunction between all them uh, at times, just like we do have in our own families, in our personal lives. But there was a blessing that I think started with Avraham when he sought out Yah and wanted to give all of his heart to him. And of course, as I do my research for these shows, I sometimes get brought into some rabbit holes. And so I hope some of these verses that I found, I can tie it all together. Uh, but I, just, I came across this one out of Jubilees that was so amazing. I just wanted to read it and I hope that it blesses you. It was uh, very eye-opening, uh, some of the details I came across in this. And this is Jubilees 12, 28. I'm sorry, it's, I think it starts sooner than that, through 31. Let me share it so you can read along with me. And in the sixth week, in the fifth year thereof, Avram sat up throughout the night on the new moon, on the seventh moon, to observe the stars from the evening to the morning, 
in order to see what would be the character of the year with regard to the rains. And he was alone as he sat and observed. And the word came into his heart and he said, all the signs of the stars and the signs of the moon and of the sun are all in the land of Yahuwah. Why do I search them out? If he desires, he causes it to rain morning and evening. And if he desires, he withholds it and all things are in his hand. And he prayed that night and said, my Elohim, my Elyon, you alone are my Elohim and you and your dominion have I chosen and you have created all things and all things that are the work of your hands. Deliver me from the hands of evil Ruach, which will have dominion over the thoughts of men's hearts. And let them not lead me astray from you, my Elohim, and establish me and my seed forever that we go not astray from henceforth and forevermore. And he said, shall I return unto your or the Kasdim who seek my face that I may return to them? Am I to remain here in this place? The right path before you prosper it in the hands of your servant that he may fulfill it and that I may not walk in the deceitfulness of my heart, O Elohim. And he made an end of speaking and praying, and behold, the word of Yahuwah was sent to him through me, saying, Get you up from your country and from your kindred and from your house of your father unto a land which I will show you. And I shall make you a great and numerous nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and you shall be blessed in the earth, and in you shall all families of the earth be blessed. And I will bless them that bless you and curse them that curse you. And amazing. I know Robert Wagner on his mercy poured forth this Sunday talked about being a blessing to others. You know, when we are able to bless those, then we get blessed in return. And I think this is right on par with this, uh, as well as the, the cursing. You know, if your family has cursed Yah, there could be definitely a generational curse in this, you know. He will either bless you or curse you if you are following or rebelling against him and his commands. So picking back up, I still have a little bit more here. And I loved how it said the word of Yah. I think we all know who that is that came down uh, to speak with him. And I will be an Elohim to you and your son and to your son's sons and to all your seed. Fear not from henceforth and unto all generations of the earth, I am your Elohim. And Yahuwah Elohim said, Open his mouth and his ears, that he may hear and speak with his mouth, with the language which has been revealed. For it had ceased from the mouths of all children of men from the day of the overthrow of Babel. And I opened his mouth and his ears and his lips, and I began to speak with him in Ivrit, in the tongue of the creation. And he took the seraphim of his fathers, and these were written in the Ivrit, and he transcribed them, and he began from henceforth to study them. And I made known to him that which he could not understand, and he studied them during the six rainy months. And it came to pass in the seventh year of the sixth week that he spoke to his father and informed him that he would leave Haran to go into the land of Canaan, to see it and return to him. And Terak his father said unto him, Go in peace, may the eternal Elohim Make your path straight, and Yahuwah be with you, and protect you from all evil, and grant unto you grace, mercy, and favor before those who see you. And may none of the children of men have power over you to harm you. Go in peace. And if you see a land pleasant to your eyes to dwell in, then arise and take me to you, and take Lot with you, 
the son of Haran, your brother, as your own son. Yahuwah be with you. And Nahar, your brother, leave with me till you return in peace, and we go with you all together. Such an amazing verse. I love what you can find in Jubilees. Sometimes that information isn't in the 66 canon, and it just gives us a better description and understanding of what took place in those times. thought it was such an amazing verse. I feel like it, it says straight out of here that Yahusha came down and helped him understand the words, uh, the, the commandments, gave him a better understanding. That was just amazing when I, I read that the other day. Next verse is out of Enoch 98, 1 through 5. Woe to them who act impiously, who laud and honor the word of falsehood. You have been lost in perdition and have never led a virtuous life. Woe to you who change the words of integrity. They transgress against the eternal Torah and cause the heads of those who are not sinners to be trodden down upon the earth. In those days, you, O righteous, shall have been deemed worthy of having your prayers rise up in remembrance and shall have deposited them in testimony before the angels that they might record the sins of the sinners in the presence of El Elyon. In those days, the nation shall be overthrown, but the families of the nation shall rise up again in the day of perdition. We can see that these 12 tribes, they are going to be, they once were scattered, but they are going to rise up and gather back together in these end times. We are all part of those 12 nations. And thankfully, we have been grafted in to Israel that we have that hope in Yah of eternal salvation. Additions to Esther 8, 5 through 8. From my youth up, I have heard in the tribe of my family that you, O Yahuwah, took Yasharel from among all people and our fathers from all their predecessors for perpetual inheritance. And you have performed whatsoever you promised them. And now we have sinned before you. Therefore, have you given us into the hands of our enemies because we worshiped their Elohim? O Yahuwah, you are righteous. Nevertheless, it satisfies them not that we are in bitter captivity, but they have stricken hands with their idols. I love how she says, heard in the tribe of my family, you know, here at heart of the tribe, that's what we are doing. We're building a family in Yah. You know, whether you had a, a physical earthly family that's blessed you throughout life, or you've had those relationships broken or never really had one, you do have one here at Heart of the Tribe. We are always there to encourage, lift you up, welcome you. We hope that you join us on our telegrams and social media uh, or here on our content, our daily content that we offer uh, just to help strengthen one another. Iron sharpens iron. We do need each other. We need that word to get us through these difficult days to strengthen one another. Uh, so glad that we have the opportunity to do this. I hope that it is blessing you in your days. But we can see that, you know, depending on what you put your your eggs in, you know, your if your basket is full of the world and of evil, then you will reap those consequences. They they were held captive by their enemies because they were not following Yah. Right back to that blessing or curse, you know, depending on how you follow in your life will lead to 
blessings or punishment. Here in Jeremiah 31, 1 through 2. At the same time, says Yahuwah, will I be the Elohim of all the families of Yasharel, and they shall be my people. Thus says Yahuwah, the people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness, even Yasharel, when I went to cause him to rest. You know, there's that promise that we are a family of Yah, and he has promised, he has blessings for us. You know, these people that survived Mitzrayim and into the wilderness that were not destroyed by Pharaoh or in these many battles that they faced on their way to the promised land. You know, it's a, it's a great analogy for our lives today. There is a promised land that we are searching for, that we are in the wilderness journeying to, and there will be battles along the way. And we need that blessing from Yah to stay strong and to survive and to endure till that end. This was another wonderful verse I came across out of Psalm 68, 1 through 11. Let Elohim arise, let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him as smoke is driven away. So drive them away as wax melts before the fire. So let the wicked perish at the presence of Elohim, but let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before Elohim. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Sing unto Elohim, sing praises to his name, extol him that rides upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. A father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows is Elohim in his holy habitation. Elohim sets the solitary in families. He brings out those which are bound in chains, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. O Elohim, when you went forth before your people, when you did march through the wilderness, Selah, the earth shook, the heavens also dropped at the presence of Elohim. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of Elohim, the Elhai of Yasharel. You, O Elohim, did send a plentiful rain, whereby you did confirm your inheritance when it was weary. Your assembly has dwelt therein. You, O Elohim, have prepared of your goodness for the poor. Adonai gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. You know, promise right there that he will bless us and the power of Yahuwah that he has in this world and in our lives. He can move mountains. I thought it was interesting how it says, you know, he sets celerity in families. The people had been split apart and scattered over Egypt. Family ties has, ha, had been disregarded and affections crushed. But when the people escaped from Pharaoh, they came together again and all the fond associations of household life were restored. This was a great joy to them. You know, and that's such a wonderful thing to, to know that even through this family of Yah, that we can be restored as one to fellowship, to enjoy each other's company, and just look forward to all the many blessings and the praises, praising His name. You know, I can't wait for that day in New Jerusalem where we can sing praises to Him all day long. Such a wonderful thought. Another verse I loved reading uh, as I came across the other day out of Ephesians 1. I'm sorry, Ephesians 3, 1 through 21. 
And this just kind of felt like a mission statement for us, those of us on the narrow path. This is Paul speaking, and I just had so much power um, in it as I read it. I was just blown away. Um, Such an amazing passage here. For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Yahushua Hamashiach, for you other nations, if ye had heard of the stewardship of the grace of Elohim, which is given me to you word, how that you by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read ye may understand my knowledge in the mysteries of Mashiach, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles, the prophets by the Ruach, that other that the other nations should be fellow heirs and of the same body, and partakers of his promise in Yahushua Hamashiach by the Besorah, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of Elohim, given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me, who am I less than the least of all the Kodeshim, in this grace given that I should preach among the other nations the insearchable riches of Mashiach, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world has been hid in Elohim, who created all things by Yahushua Hamashiach, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the called out assembly, the manifold wisdom of Elohim, according to the eternal purpose, which he purposed in Hamashiach Yahushua, or Adonai, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith in him. Wherefore, I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the father of our Adonai, Yahushua Hamashiach, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his Ruach in the inner man, that Mashiach may dwell in your hands by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all Kodeshim what, what is the breadth, length, and depth, and height, and to know the love of Mashiach which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of Elohim. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Unto him be glory in the called out assembly by Mashiach Yahusha through all ages, world without end. Amen. Such a powerful verse. I love that. Just the, I feel like a mission for us, you know, to be that called out assembly. Uh, Very powerful. These are my last two verses for today. First one here is Matthew 12, 46 through 50. While he yet talked to the people, behold, his mother and his brethren stood without desiring to speak with him. Then one said unto him, Behold, your mother and your brethren stand without desiring to speak with you. But he said, uh, but he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother and who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand towards his Talmudim and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of my father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother 
and sister and mother. You know, and I think about that his Talmudim, some of them probably were acquainted. Some of them were probably friends before they were called out by name. Some of them were probably enemies. And it's just amazing to know that through Yahusha, they became one. They became such righteous apostles and powerful soldiers for his army. And we have that same opportunity. You know, we all have our differences of opinion, uh, our bringing up. Some of us may have had that, that family and some may not. But we have a family in Yah and we can all come together and strengthen each other. It's a wonderful verse there. My last verse is Matthew 19, 24 through 30. And again, I say unto you, it is easier for a rope to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of Elohim. When his Talmudim heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? But Yahushua beheld them and said unto them, when men, With men this is impossible, but with Elohim all things are possible. Then answered Kepha and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed you, that shall ye, we have therefore. And Yahushua said unto them, Amin, I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the restoration, when the son of Adam shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Yashorel, and every one that has forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or father or mother or woman or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. But many that are first shall be last and the last shall be first. The other day in our Between the River and the Ravens, we spoke on what was nailed to the cross and a very famous passage as Yahushua is giving his life on that cross. He cries out, you know, Father, why have you forsaken me? And, you know, we know through all the scriptures that it says repeatedly, he shall not forsake you. He is always there with you. And so that is a little bit contradictory. But when I do dug into the word forsaken, it actually refers to uh, to not intervene. And so when I realized that that's what Yah was doing as Yahushua was dying on the cross, he wasn't forsaking him as in just abandoning him. He was not intervening because he knew that this was the task that had to be done, that he had to give his life for his children. And so that was so powerful. I see that here as well. You know, uh, everyone that has forsaken houses, brethren, and family. It's not necessarily to abandon. It's just to not intervene. So it's definitely a different way of looking at that. And of course, you know, we may have not had that family in our life to count on, to lean on, to strengthen us. But like I've been preaching this whole morning, you have that in the family of Yah. And I just encourage you to find that fellowship, whether it be local or online, there is plenty of us reaching out that hand of help. We want to fellowship with you. We want to grow closer to you, help you on your walk so you can help us. That's what we're doing here at Heart of the Tribe. So thank you so much for joining me this morning. I have actually going to be doing just a quick read through uh, here at 10 a.m. Eastern on Let's Talk Torah. 
didn't have much to prepare, but I am just going to read through that Besor portion. Uh, always an amazing part that ties into the half Torah and then the, the full Torah portion that we have each Shabbat. So if you can, please join us here in a few minutes for Let's Talk Torah, and we will see you then. Thank you, everybody in the chat. I'm sorry I didn't get to really go through the comments, but I will as we log out here. We will see you again soon. Shalom and have a wonderful week. On the Mount of Crucifixion, fountains open deep and wide. Through the floodgates of God's mercy, flow the vast and gracious tide. Grace and love, like mighty rivers, poured in and from above. And heaven's peace and perfect justice, kiss the gift. The world in